Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to You're Making It Worse. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. We're here. We're queer. Uh, Meh. Textual healing. Uh, Amy Grant, uh, contemporary Christian singer and recent um, recipient of the Kennedy Center Honors Award. Long overdue. Right. Long overdue. uh, Was sort of at the center of a mini, mini... uh, gay scandal Christian controversy Christian. yeah yeah she um that for years though she's been a, she's been a trailblazer and of against Christian craziness for years since since baby baby I love her I, I, and I remember very distinctly as a kid yes. as a little boy like getting like kind of horny for her oh <laughs> that, that, that's sure. too much I just remember loving her polka dots <laughs> and going around singing every heartbeat belongs to you <laughs> Wait, so uh, anyway so yeah, Ellie Elliot, tell us this thing because I I have. Yeah. Anyway, so she uh, ahead of uh, receiving this uh, Kennedy Center Honors Award, she announced that she was hosting um, a same sex wedding for her niece uh, uh, who was getting married to another woman um, on her family farm, calling it the the family's first bride and bride uh, nuptials. Um, And she like Alan said, she's super progressive. She said she called her nieces coming out a quote, a gift to the family and said, honestly, from a faith perspective, I do always say, Jesus, you just narrowed it down to two things. Love God and love each other. I mean, hey, that's pretty simple, which is so lovable and so lovely. Yeah. And course it caused a little bit of a stir yeah. when uh billy well, graham's she, son say she's also married to another country star that vince gill was a part of this the vince is vince gill who's huge he's i mean yeah. like near right. Garth brooks and sort of fan, famous in country music like he's yeah big. and there, i mean let's i mean blow back in 2023 to this is you know obviously smaller than it was years ago but still franklin graham came out against her and you know posted about god what defines sin and god's word and right he's he's a he's a monster in hell yeah uh so wait this is crazy i i don't know much about amy grant i thought she was conservative who am i thinking of Uh, oh she's a christian singer Okay. Better not be thinking of Beth Grant, incredible actress. Okay, I was not. Uh, <laughs> I was not thinking of no, Beth Grant. Amy Grant. Amy Grant. So a little background on Amy Grant, just because I feel like I was always surprised by this, but she was very much a Christian contemporary music. That's yeah. how her start in her career, and she was big on those mm-hmm. those like charts. And then in like ninety one or ninety two, I think she came out with that 
album that was more pop oriented. It wasn't sexual. Yeah. It wasn't anything. It was just pop music. Yeah. She literally, it was like pre Dixie Chicks. Like she, country music went insane. Christian community huh. and country music went insane. Oh, with, right. Cause she went mainstream and did pop and mainstream. Not, yeah. And she was just this young artist who was like, I just want to put out a fun pop song. Literally, that is about like being in love. Like that's all it is. Yeah. So it was yeah. all very, anything. it's all very, very innocent, up, like bubblegum music. And it's so fun. I really want to do a lip sync to it someday so badly. Mm. But it's like, so she caused a, a shitstorm in the early 90s because of that. So since then, she's always kind of like towed the line a little. Pushed bit. back a little. Yeah, yeah. She's always been. And then, of course, when she married Vince Gill, that was another thing because Vince Gill is. That was a scandal, right? Because they were both married. They both were married. But same thing happened with Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood. They both were married and they got together. So they're very similar paths in terms of like the king and king of country music. Mm -hmm. And and. And yet both of them, even Garth Brooks, very gay friendly, super right? liberal, super yes. progressive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I kind of love that. Well, I'm still waiting for Alison Krauss to preside over a gay, a gay wedding, but uh, you don't regardless. think she has already? I didn't actually. Maybe she I has. I love most awarded Alison Grammy Krause. winner ever or something. Alison Krauss or Amy Grant? Uh, no, uh, Alison Krauss. She has like 20 some Grammys. She honestly has the most stunning voice. I mean, it's I just so. it's absolutely incredible. Wow. Um, I love Amy Grant though, and I love her I love her nineties stuff. And I still to this day think Baby Baby is an excellent pop song. And Macy Gray. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you comparing her to Macy Gray? No, I like Macy Gray. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Baby I Baby try is... to say goodbye <laughs> and I choke. Oh. Wait, sing it like Mary. <clears throat> I try to say goodbye and I joke. <laughs> Do you guys remember that sketch? I think it was Mad TV, the only gay Eskimo. No, it's this. No. It's this cut. The singer never like, I'm Mad the TV. only gay Eskimo, and then he would do it in different voices of different singers. Be like, now, like Bob Dylan, uh, the only gay Eskimo, uh, the only uh, one I know. Can, can, so I, can I be honest? Can I be honest with you? I I literally never enjoyed even ten seconds yeah, of Mad either. TV. Oh, I hated really? it. Oh, no. Not I didn't enjoy seconds. I didn't enjoy it all, but I, I will say there were standouts in it that I definitely enjoyed very much. Like what's her yeah. name? She did Oprah. Oh my god, incredible. She she that oh woman my. was amazing. She she there's like the remnants that you can dig up now that you're like, oh wow, that was actually pretty uh yeah, sure pretty yeah. Sub subversive or I I guess at most, but Deborah um, Wilson. Deborah Wilson did Oprah on yeah. Wilson, She also right, did Whitney, right. I think. She did a bunch of characters, but oh, she did Whitney, she was so funny. Oh. Dare you forget what? her name, Elliot? There actually oh, was a great sketch you. with uh with <laughs> with um e, um Ike Barinholtz and somebody else where they were basically like two guys on sun like on a Sunday watching football and they're like getting super into it and then someone scores a touchdown and they're so excited that they kiss and they're mm. like, wait, are we gay? <laughs> and it's such a funny and not mean. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Especially and for the 90s, you know. For the, yeah, yeah for the era. Mad TV was able to get away with more because they were on Fox, whereas yeah. SNL sometimes had to be yeah, a little bit more sure. like mainstream, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I still Mad remember TV just was a it. lot more risky. But Mad TV was always sort of like, I would only see it. In fact, I don't think I ever even, I watched, maybe watched it. I watched the one episode Roseanne was on, but like that was it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Was, well, like, if anything, we can say, uh, Miss Swan has not aged. Oh. <laughs> that bit has not aged well enough that I won't even I won't even do the quote because it's pretty uh, rough. What's the quote? I don't even know the quote. Don't do the thing she said. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, don't do it. How dare you think about doing it? Not even joking. We are here today with just such a funny person and one name. 
which I stand so much. Holmes. <laughs> Hello, Holmes. How are Hi. you? Hey, Holmes. How are you? We had a conversation before about the Holmes Holmes. Please explain. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Basically, I just always wanted... I kind of actually had an obsession with not going by my first name, which, but I'm not like, it's a, it's not, it's not like a dead name or anything. It's my first name is Chelsea. Yeah. Um, I just didn't vibe with it ever. And so I actually like tried to change my name <laughs> a couple of times, but I would only be brave sometimes. And so then yeah. like, it actually like ended up like being drama for me. So then finally I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do Holmes for comedy shows. And then <laughs> yeah. people start calling me Holmes. Uh-huh. But then a lot of things when I first started doing comedy, it would be like first and last name. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, how about Holmes Holmes? And then one of my friends was like, that's way better than just Holmes. And then I was like, so easily pressured. So I was like, yeah, I'll just do Holmes right, Holmes. Right. I love that. <laughs> and it, was what? Facebook. it was Facebook. Cause I went to do Facebook and yes. Facebook wouldn't let me have one name. So I tried to say right. I was from Indonesia because they can, <laughs> but they were like, no, you're not. What were your other name choices, if I may ask? Yes. What I will tell you, I I realized I was doing a thing where I was like doing a really long backstory for a little question. So thank you. No, it was great. We love it. I want to know. I want to know what other names were on the docket. So kind of two, I would say one that I really committed to. So, well, first off, it's probably my parents' fault because growing up, when I, growing up, when I was first born, they couldn't decide between Chloe and Chelsea. Oh. So we have like home videos where they're like, she's Chloe today. And it's like, you oh, can't. Wow. <laughs> it's like, no. Wait, didn't Kylie, I, I, Kylie I, Jenner I, do that? I think she did that. She changed her, her kid's name like six months in or something. Really? Yeah, I think so. Probably one of the best things she's ever done. Yeah. Yeah. I was was actually, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but my name for the first 10 months of my life was Ian. And then my mom decided to change it. She changed it almost a year into my life. You're lying. I'm not kidding. No, Brent. (laughs) I cannot imagine you as an Ian. Oh my God. I would have been so much more happy. I know. That is so funny. There was this guy, we had a neighbor growing up and like his mom couldn't decide for like, oh, like I want to say like two years or something. They were like, we can't figure it out. So then everyone in the neighborhood started calling him Bucky and then he just went by Bucky for like ever. Oh no, Bucky's the worst. Wow, I had, when I was born, I was supposed to be, so my real name, I I go by H. Allen Scott, but my real name is Scott Allen Honiger. And I was supposed to be called after my father, Carl Rudolph Honiger. But my dad, who was a piece of shit, you know, go away. Right. He was with his girlfriend when I was born and my mom was pissed. And so she named me after the doctor who like presided over my birth, Dr. Scott Allen. Oh. Isn't that cool? So oh. I've been I was named, I was named out of spite. I think that's that's really cool. I feel like you uh, probably carry that. I do. I do. I hate my father. Of course I do. Yeah, that's right. That's been a consistent <laughs> theme. Wait, wait, Alan, I thought your first name was Honiger. No. No, well, I mean, I what? changed it. I, <laughs> Wait, I changed what? it. I changed it years, years, years. You guys ago. aren't even real friends. I, know. I, I mean, this is like this is like huge to me. No, years I've ago, I've been calling you H. My Allen. Well, everyone's called me H. Allen since right. I was like a teenager. But I, I always because I didn't like my father, so I never wanted to go by Honinger, of course. And yeah. so I just flipped it. I flipped my entire name. Huh. Yeah. That's cool. See, that's right. that's the kind of thing I do. Like Holmes, like doesn't go over well. Like yeah. when I go places, and I'm like Holmes. They're like Hole. I'm like no. Like I <laughs> yeah, have to say, right. like nine times. Like no one understands it, but I still chose it. I love like, Holmes. It doesn't roll off the tongue. There's a lot of consonants. I love it though. It's so, fucking weird, but it's so like, sort of like androgynous vibes. Like that. It feels. Yeah. It feels more me than Chelsea. Um. Anyways, okay. So the other one I was going to tell you was when I was, basically I. So I grew up mostly in Nebraska, but then I moved to Florida for the very end of high school. Ooh, so I'm never... sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. 
really genuinely mm. i moved to jacksonville st augustine area oh, but then wow wow st yeah, augustine right. is cool but jacksonville is like hard yeah for sure yeah 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 right <laughs> but i have found like i think like any place that sucks actually has like some of the best queer communities because yeah. i do like you really find each other where sometimes like the coolest places you're like you got to look out for some scary queers yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's so <laughs> true oh my god gays yeah. are gonna wow. murder me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You're, like, yeah. You're, like, you're like wait there's bad people everywhere um it's really scary but yeah. i think that uh oh so then i tried to leave really bad florida but then i was just like super mentally ill and stuff and so then i went back to so i tried to go to i lived in turkey for a year and then i went to start to college in chicago and then i was like okay i can't pay for art school like this i'm like freaking out i'm bulimic i'm just gonna like go home yeah you can go to school really cheap in florida so then i'm going to school at florida state okay Mm, it's not like a party school i feel i've heard that it's like in the hunting ground that documentary about rape it's like the main feature oh god okay cool (laughs) rep it i have like like hunting ground posters all over my house i'm like fsu (laughs) 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 um all all the posters are for like movies about rape no i wouldn't um but anyway (laughs) basically um because i went there i was like okay you're starting new like say a new name but because I had just unsprinkled enough of people from high school, mm-hmm. there were a couple circles where people were still calling me Chelsea. So this is what happened. I go in, <laughs> fuck, this is so embarrassing. Okay. I go into speech class and I have courage when I'm, when during the name call thing, I feel the courage and I'm like, just do it. And so she's like, it's the kind of that thing they used to say where it's like, say your name. And then if you have a nickname, now's when you say it. So I was like, I was like, I'm Chelsea. And then I was like, ever since <laughs> I didn't have to make it such a lie. So psycho. <laughs> I was like, ever since I was little, everyone's called me Eliza. Insane. Okay. Right. Wow. <laughs> nowhere. I liked Eliza in my head. I thought, cause my middle name is Elizabeth. Like, and I was like, it's kind of cuter. Who knows what I was going through? Obviously trying to escape no. in some way. You were in Florida. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So I make friends with like two people in the class because you can tell I'm chatty. And so then they're like, know me as Eliza. I'm like doing speeches as Eliza, everything. <laughs> then I go to this, it's like the end of the semester. And I'm with some of my friends from like a couple of people I knew from high school. And we're at this like art gallery kind of thing on campus. And I run into some of the people from class and they're like, Eliza. And my friends are like, what? And then like <laughs> everyone is together. And I'm like, ah, oh. and then the people from speech class never spoke to me wow. again. Like, they oh my God. Oh my God. Oh. It was the beginning of class when you're like making friends. But for sure, I think one of them was like that girl's a psycho she's like she literally told tells people different names that's yeah but so college cool. is pretty famous for go for people going and reinventing themselves yeah. so i don't yeah. think it's so crazy like, change, like, name change not normal like, i'm i think now you can do anything which is obviously why i felt yeah. like a safe space for homes but i feel like when i was in college it was still a little bit like if you change your name people are gonna gossip you know name yeah. change is a jarring thing i remember when i first went home with my boyfriend michael and he of course knows me as h allen like he's just his family yeah. knows everybody so did i i thought yeah. but I, you had to this. i mean elliot you knew that right Yes. Yes, of course. Yes. You guys, you saw the movie. Everyone called me Scott in the movie. Right? I like only call you Ian. Yes, no. you can call me. Yeah, call Brent Ian. Um, no, but when I went home, everyone calls me Scott because that's my fan. That's what they called me. That's what I was born with. And it was, you could definitely tell for a moment, Michael was like, have I been lied to? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. 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 Sleeping with the enemy. It's kind yeah. of terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I just keep a knife under the bed. It's fine. Yeah, um, so wait, so you were you were raised in multiple states. How did you after you left Florida? Like I had to go to Turkey. Why Turkey? Yeah. How did it all end? 
I didn't pick Turkey. What if I was like, I was like, and it was the worst. Turkey program. picked me. <laughs> Turkey picked me. <laughs> no, it no. A program called Rotary International did. Oh yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Basically, you picked like five places, and then something happened with one of my places anyway. <laughs> and then they were like, "Will you go to Turkey?" And I was like, "Yeah," because at eighteen, it was I was seventeen. I was at seventeen. I was just like, I want to leave. I think I've yeah. like I remember on the flight to Turkey. I don't know anyone I'm living with host families. I'm not scared at all. I'm just like, yeah. doo, 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 just like no fear. We're then, get me like, out of Jacksonville. Turn. Yeah. Get me out of like, just, I think that people, I hate when people are in about high school or like, these are the, or college. Oh, like, yeah. The oh, like, the like, worst. I, even when my life was horrific, when I was planning my own schedule, it was just like so much better. Yeah. <laughs> there is something bone chilling about people who still. Live. Yeah. Live in talk. Still, not even just live in like high school and college, but college I understand. But like, if people are well, still hung up on stuff from high school, it chills me to the bone. I don't even <laughs> understand college. I think college is bullshit. I think well, you hate like, college. I did. Yeah, and I think Alex most people did. College. I think most people should hate college I mean, because, that, Scott because hated you're college. you're a pathetic loser in college too. It's fine, no, and it's not you. You you want to be cooler. The abuse that we didn't think was abuse is like so funny. Yes. You're like, like, he rubbed up on me and came, you know, and they're like, and then like nine years later, you're like, am I supposed to like unfollow him? Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think those years are so cringe. And I'm like, wait. we should make fun of those years because they are horrible and cringe. Yeah. Wait, wait, what is Rotary International again? You don't, don't have to they sell like, mints. Don't they sell them. mints? I bet that they sell mints for sure. It's like, um, but that's not their main thing. Yeah. It's just an internet. It's um a volunteer organization. Oh, got so it. So basically what happened is I moved to, basically I moved from Nebraska and then I'm, my dad's working in Jacksonville. And so I'm like, I'm, and I'm being like the worst. Like I'm telling my mom, I'm like, they, I'm, I'm like, the one thing is do not put me in a Catholic school. Mm -hmm. like because i've been in public school i'm not do not like that she yeah. puts me in one anyway because the florida education public education is like rough mm -hmm. um, can't be gay and all that yeah they have what you can't say gay and all that yeah well this is that, and also just like ago. your teachers are like playing guitar and it's like yeah. science class, like, <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> genuinely because this is what happened so then i'm in there and i'm like I'm it's I make it three weeks or something and I'm like go to my mom and I'm like I'm gonna kill myself in front of you if you we don't solve this you know what I mean? like I'm just being like fucking violent like I'm like this is and I'm like I have nothing to lose I don't know that life is bigger at all yeah right. yes right so I'm just like I I'm downing wheat thins like they're smooth like I, I think they're I gain like 30 pounds from wheat thins okay <laughs> they're good <laughs> I'm losing my mind on the weekends I'm just eating wheat thins like zooming people in Nebraska are you so, eating wheat thins with like a topping or a dip or a dip no, no just, just eating a bunch at once like wow. star Oh, oh God. Like, how are your teeth? I think kind of gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah they're really great. great. Yeah, very, really nice. Um, it's, it's not chocolate sauce, Alan. Well, uh, I mean, but still, you, it's like it's it's a dry, it's chewy, it's ooh. I don't know. Oh yeah, I no, get what I've you're like saying. I've abused my body in so many ways that I think my body can take anything now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. Well, you're from Florida, of course yeah, it can. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. So, how, what was your mom's reaction to that? Oh, well, she's been suicidal my whole life. So she was like, okay. no, you won't. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, <laughs> she <did start> but she did start getting like a little bit like feeling bad. She definitely wasn't scared of that. She was like, I'll jump too. You know, <laughs> she's like, let's hold yeah, hands. Right, um, right. But so basically she <laughs> then was like, she, she's a really, she, that's the thing is like, she was a good mom in a lot of ways. And I love the bitch. She's like my good friend. Like she's definitely yeah. a better friend. Yeah. She, she's a psycho. And it's nice when you're mentally ill and your mom is mentally ill because yeah. then you feel seen. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I hear yeah. that. For sure. Yes. 
So she basically is like, fine. So we get out of school and then she starts driving me to other schools that we could go to. And we drive all the way to St. Augustine, which is like a 45 minute drive. But my whole thing was that I was like, I'm a big, big into the arts. I was always big in choir. Mm -hmm. And literally the one that she had me in Bishop Kenny, which by the way, the mascot was the crusaders. It's like, how about this place? (laughs) Right. Yeah. So the choir that we were like only singing religious songs and everyone was really bad at singing. So I was like, I need at least like a choir. So we go to the St. Augustine high school and there's like good choir and a good arts program. And that's like their main thing. And so then my mom really sweet. We like, they let me go to school like 45 minutes away. And then I go to this public, but it's a public school. And the education was like bad, but I made so many friends right away. Loved everyone actually was able to do art. And I don't even know. Oh, when I went there, because St. Augustine is this artsy little town that's sort of like not like the rest of Florida as much, yeah. still has problems, obviously. But um, because of that, Rotary International was like a big organization there. So a bunch of people oh. who went to my school were like, I lived in Thailand all last year. And I was like, what? You're like 15. Wow. That's amazing. And so then I made friends with those people. In the ex- and we hosted an exchange student from Poland, Adam, who was super huh. weird and only ate ham. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. and you went but- to Turkey. And then I went to Turkey. I did as my gap year. So I graduated, then went. Yeah. Is it religious, religious organization or just completely non-denominational and just swaps you? religious, it went right over my head. No, it's not religious because I went on something similar with my foreign exchange program too. I went to Germany and it was, it was just a, it's just like a, it's just like a, you know, education sort of exploratory thing. It was fucking nuts. Yeah. I loved it. I had the same reaction. I wasn't nervous to go at all. I was so eager to get the fuck out of my town. Yeah. Yeah, What was Turkey like? I'm going to tell you in one second, but H, how old were you? I was uh, 16, 17. Okay, see, that's the people who are younger. I'm like, that is buck wild because I was 18 and it was a lot to take in. Well, I was eager to go have sex and smoke <laughs> and drink because I knew I Germany could do I did everything. all the class of Virginia on exchange here for sure. Yeah, I was. And I and I did all of it. too. I gave so many blowjobs. <laughs> wow. As a 16 year old. Yes, wow. Yes, yes. I think I gave no blowjobs when I was in Turkey, but I did. Oh, it, I did right before I lost my Virginia. I forgot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um turkey was amazing it was like i had some of my hardest times i've ever had and then i also had my best experiences and it completely shook me blew my mind like it really <clears throat> was just i didn't know i i knew such system i knew i'd experienced such systemic sexism yeah. but i hadn't experienced it in the cultural way that it's there mm. where like i do think america has real huge issues um still but it was just a different kind and so just learning about that this was a different religious culture than what you were familiar to i mean fully the religion part the religious part which i know they're all tied but like i really i found that like actually like muslim people were way more open to me mm. not being muslim than a lot of christian people who i've met yeah. but i did feel that the yeah the sexism was just like further Entrenched in a, sa- mm. in, a, in a safety way for sure like yeah. in a, and specifically being blonde and stuff like there was this reputation about like american women and brazilian women and stuff where that blowjobs yep yep right in turkish um uh blowjob the translation is playing the saxophone isn't that fun oh wow <laughs> i think in german i forget what it was but it's something about a dog's tail sucking on a dog's tail like that's oh, wow. like it's, it's a similar word yeah Huh. That would make me never do that. that is I know. Wild. <laughs> I yeah. know. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but that's what I'm remembering. Yeah. Wow. That sounds more accurate. Like playing the saxophone is much more beautiful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is. 
True. It really is. Ultimately, it is like sucking on a dog's tail. Wait, huh? I have to ask you about the show you're on because I loved, I haven't seen your version, but I loved the BBC version, This Country, the Welcome to Flatch. Yes. And it was the BBC one was called This Country. And it's so funny. And I've been meaning to watch yours. What that must, that's so cool for you. The BBC version is incredible. And Welcome to Flatch completely changed my life so much. I feel really lucky. Uh, Daisy and Charlie Cooper, who did the British one, mm-hmm. they were like part of finding helping find uh is so funny she's so funny she's so funny and she's so fucking kind like it's really crazy i actually just met charlie for the first time because i'd only um talked to them over email but i just went to england and was able to meet him and it was really fun but yeah i that was actually how i got in to this industry of like making money at all i was just an improviser in chicago and then paul feig's assistant saw one of my videos on twitter and then i got that audition Mm. wow that's amazing where, that's where did sick. you shoot it we shot in north carolina which it takes mm. place in ohio and i know that you have to do stuff like that but it is really funny i i met some of my favorite people in north carolina though like our makeup girls are like so special kelly ray and louisa but i do it's funny because i'm actually from the midwest so sometimes we'll like be by a swamp or something and i'm like oh guys turn the camera <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um <laughs> i'm like we would not be seeing this um but i do think I think I, I feel really grateful to have worked with Paul um, because he really does let us improvise. And I really, that is my strong suit. Yeah. That's amazing. I, that, I mean, it's crazy. They took a chance on me. It's insane. I had never been to acting. You're school. like the star of the show. You and, you and I forget the, what your co-star's name. What's his name? Sam Straley. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so fun. I mean, it's like the idea for the show is so cool. It's just such a fun premise of like a mockumentary with these two kids in this weird small town. No, it's really, really fun. And also I'm like on TV with like absolutely no makeup. And I said makeup girls, but it's like, we, I just check in in the morning. I'm like, Hey, yeah. <laughs> um, and <laughs> wow. that's why we're so close. Yeah. Um, and it's, I feel, I feel really depressed about the beauty standards of this industry and just how disgustingly dark and how no one looks real and everyone tries to look like each other. And I think yeah. it's really cool that I'm on network TV with no makeup on playing an absolute freak. Yeah, it's really cool. It's very like almost 90s grunge in a way like those those 90s comedies, teen comedies where it was just sort of like kids just hanging out being cool. It's kind of awesome. Yeah, we're not allowed to be as angry as they're on the BBC one just because like American network TV has so many more rules with like swearing and stuff. So it's kind of funny because the BBC one is just like, fuck every other yeah. sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where ours were like really we're like skadoodles, fudge. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, <"No." laughs> so but when you're has so many good improvisers like taylor ortega who plays my enemy on the show she's from new york comedy and she's like fucking hilarious yeah when you're in la you have a show that you do uh often at the elysian with uh our past guest kayla perrin okay uh, whom we love so what tell us a little bit about your shows and how did you guys become friends so caleb um <laughs> so caleb and i became friends in chicago because i was just doing yeah, I was just going to do long form improv at night forever until I actually was going to do it to like 40 something. And then I was going to be like, okay, you're probably tired, like figure out something. Right. Um, and that's so a pretty I, solid plan, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it felt solid. And I was like happy, but tired. I was like, you can't be yeah. this tired forever. But I, it is like my favorite chunk of life still, really. Yeah. Um, which Caleb really makes fun of me for. Cause I'm I sure. Just, I definitely like improv more than Caleb. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I'm kind of an improv nerd. Um, and Caleb's like, what if you were an adult? Um, but basically, <laughs> we, he was like the kind of class below me. 
Uh, and so I was like on a Herald team and doing shows. And then he would, he was working the box office at IO so he could have free classes and it would be so super fun. He, he makes fun of how I tell this, whatever I would call to get comps. Cause that's the only way they paid us. Um, and he would be like, you just do a whole bit for me. Like, he, like that's the thing about Caleb is he'll perform for friends like you're about to fall yes. in love. Yeah. And it makes you feel so special. So then I was like, I'm obsessed with this guy. He's so funny. And then he kept doing that where I'd like see him around and he would do like an entire bit just for me over text or something. And then I was just like, he's so funny and so sweet. And then we just kind of slowly started hanging out. And then he was like, want to do this show um, at what cost together? Um, because we were both sort of having little Twitter moments and we were both already friends. So it felt like kind of this nice thing where we can build a show while we're having, um, some momentum and stuff. And then we also really wanted to interview someone in it. So we would interview someone and be like, (laughs) how it came up was that we were like, we have no life. We were like, all we do is perform and work. So we were like, at what cost do you do what you love? And then we would interview people on that, but like with different passions, Uh, And then we would just tell kind of stories about how our lives were falling apart. Then we kind of stopped doing that show because the pandemic happened and we just have been doing more stand-up where we'll just like, but we love each other. So we'll just do stand-up on the same show and do like 30 minutes each. Um, But really exciting is that we actually are working on something right now that I can't say too much about, but that will take place in Kansas City, Missouri and is like all about the queer scene I love like, Kansas City, Missouri's queer scene. I'm from Missouri, St. Louis side, but I love Kansas City's gay nightlife. We love it a lot. And it's um we've been working on it for a while. Um, and we are very, very excited. We're working with Jax and Lady J. Oh, that's and, so cool. And I'm I, I think that that is what anyways, that's what I feel the most excited about because I think that that is what helps get me through all those other things I was talking about, because I just used to like in the improv world, which I know y'all like live stuff too. It's like in the live comedy world. And you just aren't thinking about what, at least I I don't think you think about what you look like as much, especially in long form improv world, because you can play everything. And then you get to this acting world and I'm like, Oh my God, I don't want to think about what I look like for another second. Why am I thinking about this so much? And why is everyone I went the opposite direction. I started drag. I left comedy basically and just went to drag. And now all I do is think about how I look. <laughs> <laughs> literally all I do. <laughs> if it brings you joy, I love it. And huh. I, I like, I really like style and stuff like that. And like, I like, I feel like, I feel like drag, you're thinking about how you're looking for a yeah. performance, you know, mm-hmm. where like for acting, it's like, I have to literally think about these things I never chose. Yeah. <clears throat> you have a really like striking face. Like it's really pretty and and good like teeth. also like lovely features great teeth yeah. really cool <laughs> eyes and i really hope it doesn't come off as like i don't like what i look like it's no. more just like, find it the least interesting of everything we get to talk about you yeah. know what i'm saying of course yeah. it's exhausting well home where, is like, so, yeah. where can people find you on the internet to find all of the funny things you're doing all things homes people can find me on the people can that's hilarious. Why did I struggle? So much? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like not okay. I was just in Europe for a month and a half and I think I'm still adjusting. Okay, yeah. here we go. I'm at underscore homes, <laughs> underscore homes on TikTok and Instagram. I lost my Twitter a while ago and I'm not going back. Um, and I'm going to do, uh, I will have a second season of this show. I do at the Elysian called the pansexual bachelor. That's really Ooh, fun. Yes for the summer and then i'm going to be in chicago january 28th um doing 30 minutes so look great. out for that oh, great 
well thanks well, for thank being so much, here Holmes. yeah thanks so much for doing it Holmes. well thank you so much did i do okay <laughs> you did great and another thing so i feel like we already know the, the answer to this when it comes to brent but i'm so rude <laughs> so rude <laughs> but if you had to if you had to would you commit murder wait can i rephrase that question so sure. if you're in a situation where you're in danger, like you don't want to, it's not like you want to murder someone. If you have right. to like protect self-defense. Exactly. Not that we are, are eager so, to murder know, let, someone. <laughs> let, 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 me, let me give a good example. There was a famous viral video. This is already, you're, you're already furious at me from, from making this too dark, but there was a famous viral video no. um, uh, on Reddit a few months ago of a, uh, and it, not even a, an ex-boyfriend of a young woman, like a 22 year old woman who lived with her parents, just like sh she had like some high school stalker or something. Yeah. Um, came to her home and started uh, kicking the door in. And uh, the father of the house, you know, kept shouting, stop, stop, don't come in, blah, blah. And then eventually shot and, and killed this, this guy. Mm -hmm. uh, so I feel like that is sort of a an example of like a a comfortably justified yeah uh, uh, killing because you know you can't let someone come in and murder yeah. your daughter for no reason <laughs> you know? uh, regardless of what that guy's intents were but but still so let let's say do you think you're capable of being that father in that situation is maybe a, a good way to phrase I think I am I think I am in that like I feel like if I had to in a situation and I, I I felt that it was opportune for me to intervene in a moment that I needed to, I probably could. I mean, I know where everything's hidden. I know where the knives are. I know where to go, yeah. how to get yeah. things. And so like, you know, I feel like I would if I had to, but the thing is, is like, none of us have like guns. Like none of us have right. the things no. that you would use no. to like fight back against somebody i don't know so like i feel like in this situation i would literally just be like it's probably safer for me just to hide i was just, i was just gonna say that like the, if if anyone ever broke into my house like using a knife a house apartment uh using a knife is like to me the worst idea because i don't know how to use a knife <laughs> what do you mean so i feel like like I, I think someone who is better at fighting and scrappier might be able to take that knife away from you and use it against you more easily than oh, not, right? That, that's no, I, see. I feel like if, if you're gonna take out a knife, you should know how to use that knife. But you don't you, carve you know like I mean? chicken or anything? I, I mean, I've I've used knives as utensils yeah, you before, yeah, but I've never you like wouldn't jabbed know where to, someone. Right, right where to right. like, where well, to yeah. stick. I see, that's the thing that, that, that sort of I'm stumped on because like, to me, I'm like, yeah, you go for you go for the vital organs. You go for the you. I mean, you can't go for the chest because there's like there's bones there. But you go for the neck. You go for the the yeah. you know, the throat. Yeah. You go for like yeah. things that like is really gonna hurt someone. Or See, to them. me, that sounds more. That sounds harder to commit than using a gun. Even though I feel like a gun oh, is a, a gun's easier. Not a that gun's we condone easy. that. Not that we condone that. No, but a gun. A gun like. You have to. I feel like with a gun, they make it look so easy in film and TV that it's just like it's just the thing. It's the thing that causes yeah. danger. It's the thing that causes someone to walk away. It's like you're never actually going. You know, the enemy never actually. It's always a, a, a yeah. misfire, literally. You know, metaphorically. Yeah. But I think being stabbing somebody with a knife so intimate 
is so intimate. Yeah. And the so feeling intimate. of what that could oh, be is oh, so It's not intimate if they're coming for you. Yeah. Like, I mean, at that point, it's, <laughs> you know, it's protection. It's like. Yeah. 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 I, I think a gun would be. Like, I'm not thinking easier, of this person's but... life if they're coming from me. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Thinking yeah, of my which life. Which is perfectly true. fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still don't know if I could. I don't. I still don't know if I could do it. I, I I was actually on the fence about whether you could do it too, Elliot. <laughs> I mean, if it were like for my, if it was like for my child or something. Yeah, of course. right. I mean, I have like, you know, my, my, um, my loyalty is very, uh, is very fierce. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm very protective of like my sister or my friends, you yeah. know, super protective and I get rageful. To kill somebody, I don't. I don't know. But you I don't do know if have hidden range. I mean, based on the fact that you carried around pennies to throw cars, you do have <laughs> hidden yeah. rage, like rage yeah. issues that that yeah. would would come into play if someone was trying to murder you. You know, yeah, I would probably murder somebody for cutting me off. I, I actually, I have, I have an interesting middle ground. Uh, so I, we we had a friend who moved into a house recently in a slightly quieter less urban neighborhood than she had been living urban wow <laughs> no i mean like just in the country uh, more so yes. in the country know, than know, you know kidding. than than yes. the city and uh and she's I, I actually just saw her last night and she continues to be very anxious about it yeah. she's like i'm not used to this big house mm -hmm. it's creep there's noises it's creepy it's terrifying yeah and i told her and because i i did this <laughs> did this myself i said buy a can of bear spray it is huge so bear spray is arguably not legal to use on humans but if you're defending yourself certainly wouldn't be a problem it is 50 percent stronger than pepper spray so it will floor anyone Wait. and it comes in a huge canister and so if someone ever broke into your home and you, you could easy to pick up i mean is it is it that big of a yeah canister? it's just it's, a, it's just a canister i mean imagine like a a little thing of coke or something Oh, Coke. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was imagining so, like a bucket. But but it, to me, it's sort of this good middle ground where like, if you're afraid of someone breaking in your house and killing you, then you want to buy a gun. But most of us are just not inclined to buy guns. Yeah. So the next best thing to me is bear spray. The home thing, the, that is funny. Where do, where do, I don't even know where you get bear spray. But yeah, where the fuck do you get bear spray? REI. Okay. Oh my okay, God. Sure. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, that's the first place I thought of. Um, no, I. The home thing is interesting because Michael and I talk about that often about how I, the idea of living in a house, even though of course we grew up in houses and stuff, but like the idea of living in a house Terrifying. is actually kind of scary to me. Sometimes when we go up to Michael's family's house, they live in like the suburbs of San Francisco, and it's it's uncomfortable sometimes because I do feel oddly more vulnerable than I do in Absolutely. a building with, you know, 20 other people. And I'm just, I think I'm in that sort of New York, I think New York sort of cemented that reality in my head that like, yeah. I feel safer in an apartment building. I, I feel safer when I can see the door at all times. Yeah. And, 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 and my, knowing that you're one unit. Is, yeah, in... My unit is five floors off the ground. But we're rare. Yeah. I mean, we're in the minority because the rest of the people listening even, they probably live in suburban areas or more sort of non-city areas oh that, you that don't that they don't live in apartments like we do yeah i mean they probably have a totally different experience yeah yeah that yeah it used to be i mean it's still it's like the novel at least like in new york it was like the burbs versus the city and i was as a kid i was you know terrified of the city because the crime was real <laughs> yeah but, right and my aunt you know like like my aunt would have like the mace and the you know you'd walk around with your keys between your 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 knuckles yeah, yeah right um, from oprah 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I, I, but, I, but the idea of even if if that was if I were old enough then to have like an apartment and had the the five locks and mm-hmm. you know I still don't I I don't know the idea of like watching the life drain from somebody at your yeah. hand is too yeah. it is too very hard. It's very intense. I think I actually think it it would I would have to I think if sorry. I would have to truly be in a situation where I genuinely feared for my life. And then I think I would feel justified in yeah, shooting like, someone like the circumstance that we gave earlier. I think I could do that, but I don't think it would be easy. This is kind of yeah. pivoting a little bit, but what have you guys been following the Idaho murder? Stories? Yes. No. Oh, yes. Fascinating. The whole thing is, I mean, yeah, similar I to what I was saying about the home thing is that like you live in this house and then someone can, I mean, it's rare. It's very rare. I'm not saying it's it's common, but like this crazy person, this crazy kid, basically, I'm a young guy, 20 some year old, like targeted this, these, these 20 some year old college kids living in this house alone. Just was it totally random or we don't know. We know a lot. We We still don't know the connections yet, but we, we know that this, this guy was a student in the area or student teacher or something. Yeah. This has been like big true crime. He he targeted the house for months. They have him observing the house since like August and then on just like Christmas day or something, I forget what it was. He went in and murdered like a couple and then two other girls. And then there were two roommates in the basement below. And one of the roommates saw him yeah. in the house. I mean, it's, Oh, and yeah. that's why I'm like, Oh, I'm not living in a house. I can't. Nope. No, nope, I know. Nope. I know. I don't want to live in houses. They're, they're big. Out. They're creepy. There's windows everywhere. Yeah. So like you could like break in. Oh no. It depends I- on the house though. I mean, sure. It depends on the house. It depends on the neighborhood. It depends on lots of things. But like yeah. to me, I'm like, I, I, I don't want to be on the first floor. Like even every yeah. apartment I've ever had, I, I have to be on at least the second floor up. Like it's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Oh, too scary for me. Terrifying. Down, down with houses. Down with television. <laughs> down with television. <laughs> What would, what your, would your aunt, aunt say? Brent, what would your aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's show? Those poor kids in Idaho should have had bear spray. <laughs> My aunt Joanne would say, oh, people don't use guns. That's goyish. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> How about Aunt Anne? My aunt Anne would say, you know, a lot like Holmes. I thought about going just by Anne's, but that damn pretzel lady. <laughs> oh, that's, great. that's why we listen to the show to the end all right good night everyone and good luck and god bless and don't live in a home move to an god apartment. bless you all move to an everyone apartment.